0: God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. You may be seated for one second. Let me just thank, first of all, first of all, first of all, let me thank our pastor who said to me, the first person in the world in all my 52 years, that when I say no, he says yes. I said, no, I can't do it. He said, yes, you can. So I want to thank him because he gave me this challenge, right? You could preach in in Spanish, you could do it in English. English is your first language, but I learned Spanish spiritual Spanish was my my language to, to to preach to sing to praise. but God is good God is good and God knows and let me continue let me just go on everyone heard my name is Carmen Gonzalez and I would like first of all to say that um, Tito's not here because for the first time in his life he had to work on a Sunday so he's very sad about that but he knows that he, he, he knew, he told me what we were going to wear. We were gonna, today it was like the same cut. I had everything down packed today. But unfortunately, it couldn't happen. But he said, don't worry, mommy. You'll be all right. God is there. God will be with you. And he'll listen to it, right? I want to thank also the pastor. And I also want to thank my granddaughter that she's from Florida. She just called me before the service started to say, grandma, daddy told me that you were going to preach today. And I know that you get very nervous, grandma. Because she's been with me before, before she left. She's just been in Florida maybe two years, and she's seven years old. And she said, But you know, Grandma, I called you to tell you that you're gonna do very well. God is good. Amen? Amen. And I would just like to say a little bit about myself, because a lot of you don't know me that well. They know where I came, you know, like, but I just wanted to tell you that I was born and raised in the Bronx. I'm a Bronx girl. I have, I'm a Bronx girl. My mom was, we, we were raised in poverty. We had hand-me-downs. We. My mother was a homemaker. My father worked in the trucks. He was an alcoholic. He was an abuser. He He did everything that you could tell from a, what do they call it, M- dysfunctional family? <laughs> dysfunctional families create functional people. Create functional people. Only because the Lord was on my side and is on my side. And because of that, I created this character. I I grew to create this attitude of this character. Nobody tells me what to do. And God has to come and has come between the time and still has a lot to work with. I have a lot to work with because even the pastor was like, yes, I was like, no, yes, no, yes, no. But Look, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Amen. (laughs) I had, when I was um, five years old, I decided that I wanted to be a teacher. Five years old. That's how controlling I was. I was, I was determined. Nobody was going to tell me anything because I saw that abuse at five years old. Before that age, I could remember the abuse of my mother and my father. Just to make a little footnote, they're still married 50 years, but I have prayed to the Lord, and as 20 years ago. He stopped drinking. He treats my mother better. He is, I love my father. I love my father because sometimes that's what happens. Sometimes they need love, and when God took over my life, He was able to show me how to love my father and show him that love. So my father's the excellent man now at at this time when I'm talking to you right now. They live in Puerto Rico. That's why you never see them here because if not, they would have been here with me. They don't serve the Lord, but they hear the word of God. And I know that I'm not going to die without seeing them serve the Lord. Amen? I'm also proud of myself because I went straight from high school because I was determined to make something out of myself. I didn't want to be like my mom. They had to be home cooking, slaving, and then having a man coming home and saying, where's the food? I didn't want that. I wanted you to cook steak instead of chicken or chicken instead of steak or spaghetti instead of rice. I didn't want that. So I said at five years old, I'm going to be a teacher, and I put my four brothers, my my two brothers and my sister, and, and I will be the teacher teaching them the alphabet, the colors, and everything. Mind you, I am the second one. Then I have two younger brothers and one older sister. I am the only one that, gra- that graduated from college. I got my master's, my bachelor's, my master's, and I've been teaching for 27 years. Amen? And I only tell you this not to say that I'm this and I'm, No, to tell you how God lifts those that are in, on his path, in his path. Amen? Also, I've never smoked. I never drank. I never did drugs. So I used to say to myself, oh, yeah, I don't need that God stuff. I don't need that. I never did any of this, so what's the big deal? But let me explain something to you, that my soul, the inner me, was empty. And when my, my first husband brought me to the Lord, I felt something inside of me that took control over my emotions. And that was the Lord. And that was God. And I've been, when I served the Lord, I've been serving the Lord for 20, 26 years now. I converted when I was 23, and I had, and then I baptized, I got baptized. I was in the same church for 25 years, and I'm happy to say that that church gave me the foundation to where I am right now. Amen? I have two beautiful biological children and one daughter that I raised, and my son, Adalberto, he's back there. Look at the handsome, handsome, handsome. Ha- Stand up, baby. <laughs> baby. That's my baby. Those of you that have sons know what I'm talking about. Nobody takes away my love from my son. That's my baby. Then I have my precious, adorable twin that she's me, mini-me. She's that character, that rough character. But she also was raised and was brought up in the Lord. So she's mini-me. My daughter, Tatiana. Stand up, mamita. That's my daughter. She's precious. Then I also have the blessing, the honor to have raised a child that I did not give birth to her. But that's my daughter. That's my baby. That's the one that I can say, all I have to do is call on her, and I know she's there. All I have to do is commend anything to her, and I know she will do it. And that's my daughter, Leticia. Stand up, mommy. Hi, my baby. That's Leticia. She's with her husband, Carlos. Hi, Carlos. And then I also have my my daughter's best friend, Gracie, that she's a pain, but she's here. Thank God. Hi, Gracie. We love Gracie. We love Gracie. Gracie's like a la Ro Blanco. You know, she's everywhere. Everywhere we are, she's there. I love Gracie. Gracie's the one that makes... You, you have to have a friend like this, guy. God always allows someone there, and she's there for my daughter, and I love her for that. Amen? And I also have four... No, wait, wait. One, two, three, four three. Four grandchildren. I have a granddaughter that called me this morning, that that's from my son, Angelina. Then I have my baby, the two-year-old that you sometimes see here. That's from my daughter, Tatiana. Then I have two kids from Leticia, which is the baby that she has in her arms that's six months old. Ooh, oh, my baby, Lauren. And then I have Ibrahim, that's, that's also her son, that he's seven years old. What a nice family, right? Yeah. What a nice, beautiful family. <laughs> Amen. So that's all the introductions that I have because sometimes I notice that people don't know where I came from, what I do. I own property. I'm a Oh, those of you that hate landlords, I'm a landlord. Don't hate your landlord. We're not that bad. I rent property. I have property here in New York, in the Bronx, and in Massachusetts. So I'm a landlord, so don't hate your landlord. Sometimes the tenants are the bad ones. That's just a little, a little on the side. Well, let's get started. First of all, I want to tell you that when I started in the ministry i was I, I was married thirty four years to a man that was in, uh, an evangelist when we started he was in the world and I was in the world and then we both came to the Lord right and, and and God raised him quickly as an evangelist. He was awesome he reminds me a lot of Nate because Nate you know that power that that I want to do remember? and that 's the way he was he was uh, when he had got the mic oh everything went Belinda remembers right Belinda Belinda knows. My, my kid's father. And, and, and he was so great. And I started launching myself with him because I was the wife, right? What does the Bible say? The wife has to be, right? I don't know what the word is. I, no, I can't speak Spanish, guys. The helper. La juda idonia. I could have said that, Helen. I just can't speak his in English. La juda idonia. The helper. Sorry, Pastor. Helen was the one that said that in Spanish. <laughs> God is good. God is good, right? God is good? I'm very nervous, guys, but I think this is going well, right? So far, so good? All right, let's go. Now, when, when we started in the, in the ministry in Rio, both a church that's very, 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 very strict, too strict, very strict. But I loved it because I was cemented. I was rooted in that church. Bible, the word, everything was the word, the word, the word, the word, the word. You had to know the word in order to do something. So we went in there, and we started traveling on crusades, on on. on Revivals, and we went a lot of places. We went to 36 places and I was there with him and he was the leader. He was the evangelist. He was the one that did everything. I was just the back person making sure the bags were done, the luggages that the, that the brothers, that, because we never stood in hotels, brothers and sisters. We stood with the people in the shelters, in their places, in their houses, humble, humble, humble. You understand? One time I went on a trip and I had to bring a, 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 shoes, a purse that matched the shoes and the shoes. I went to Cuba on that time. And you know what happened? My luggage got lost. So I had to be seven days with the same shirt and the same skirt. Because God showed me a lesson. But that's another story. That's another one. You have to go where the problem is. You have to be where the people need your help. So how can I be in a hotel and saying that I'm helping the people that are poor? Amen? So we were traveling, traveling. Everything was going great. Oh, my God. He He was awesome. Everywhere he went, even when he opened his mouth, woo! It was the glory of God. And I was just sitting there in the back. And one day, I'm just going to tell you this as an appetizer. You know, I, I don't eat appetizers because I gain weight, but a lot of people <laughs> like appetizers. An appetizer. People like, right, Masella, you like appetizers. So this is an appetizer. Quickly, I'm going to tell you that we went to Paraguay. In Paraguay, there's a crusade, or what is it, Delma? A revival. Seven days, we were supposed to be preaching in this humongous church. When we got there, there was a 1,001 people. There was a lot of people. And when we got there... There was a lady in a, in a wheelchair. I said this in bells, but I said it quickly. But the Lord has put in my heart to say it now. I don't know, but we'll see. So The Lord is talking to someone here. I'm not saying this because he spoke to me first, and then he's speaking to you. And there was a girl in a wheelchair. She, was, she didn't have uh, her, her spinal cord. was all messed up. Her head, her head was down. She hadn't walked for 17 years. She, was hit. she walked before, but when she was three years old, she was hit by a car in paraguay and it damaged her spinal cord and then forget it it was on a wheelchair until then for 17 years when when he got there the evangelist the great evangelist right and i'm all happy he goes to the girl and he says by the end of this crusade revival he says it in spanish i'm trying to tra- i'm trying to my brain is tr- translating here you will walk and what did i say <laughs> this one thing he's Jorge Raki. you remember Jorge? Raki? you remember gigi avila these are these Spanish evangelists that used to, the name of Jesus, and everybody used to stand up and start walking. How many remember? How many remember? Right? And I said to myself, I would never dare tell it to him. I said, this one thinks that he, what? What is wrong with this man? So I just stood quiet. I was there. I was saying, okay, okay. You know, as I said to God, thank you, Jesus, that he said the last day. Because at least when that girl doesn't walk, we can go home. And like Nate said, you have to be honest. I'm telling you what I lived. I'm not telling you what I read in a book. I'm telling you what I lived and what I said. Amen? Because that's what works here. This is what goes to people. This is what touches people. What you live. Not what you read or what you heard. What you lived. And the days went on. It was the glory of God. Oh, my God. The days. Everything was perfect. Oh, my God. We went home. We came back. We went to the... I say home because it was the place of that lady. And then we came back. The last day. He's all hyped. He's saying, Oh my God, I wish everybody could have met him because he was fantastic. He was, I'll tell you about him another day. And the last day, when I saw the girl, I said, Oh my God, here she goes. She's here. She's here. And as soon as he saw her, he said, oh, You're here. Wait, wait. So the service went on. He preached. Oh my God, it was great. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. You know how those rivals are, right? Crusades are. And everybody was jumping, everybody was doing. Then he said, Bring me the girl with the wheelchair. And I said, oh, my God. And I said, tragame tierra. I have to say that in Spanish because I don't know how to say that in English. (inaudible) Swallow me, earth. Swallow me, the whole earth. Swallow me. And I said, oh, my God. Oh, my God. What are we going to do? But then I, I was playing it off, playing, right? I was right there next to him like a good wife, you know, very Christian, very spiritual. And all of a sudden he says, bring me oil. Anointed oil. So I was the one that had the oil. So I'm over here (laughs) giving him the oil. (laughs) And all of a sudden, he lifts up his hand and he says, I want all the pastors here in front with me. And this is, I'm talking about millions of people. This was in Paraguay. This was great. This was awesome. So all these pastors are coming. Everybody's running to the front. They put the girl in the middle on her wheelchair with her sister. And then all of a sudden, he says, Espíritu Santo, Holy Spirit. He lifts his hand. Touches her forehead, and when I opened my eyes, I said, oh, my God, where is he? Where is he? Where is he? God, where is he? He disappeared. I could not find him. I was looking. I said, where did he go? Where did he go? Everybody's there with their hands raised, praising the God, you know, whatever. And, And then all of a sudden, I hear a voice from the Lord that says, stand in front of me. I said, oh, my God. Oh, my God. So I'm, I'm trying to find them. Where is he? Where is he? Where did he go? And everybody's like, huh? and I said, give me oil. Give me oil. The H- Holy Spirit was telling me, God himself was talking to me. Take the oil and anoint her to me. So I said, give me the oil. Give me the oil. And my legs are going like they're doing right now, but I'm trying to become like this. Like this. Like <laughs> and all of a sudden, I said, I started, anoint, he says, and then I hear the voice that says, anoint her spinal cord. So I take this final coin, I tell the sister, lift up the shirt, lift up the blouse, lift up the blouse, all in Spanish, lift up the blouse, and I'm starting to, and then I hear the voice saying, ask her if she wants to walk, and I said, mío. I'm, te- I'm being very honest, God, <laughs> I'm telling you, when God speaks to you, it's something that is so powerful. So I was still looking, I said, oh my God, oh my God, it's me, it's me, oh my God. So I said, ah, do you, do you want to, do you want, in Spanish, do you want to walk? And she said, yes, yes, yes. And everybody said, ah. And when I heard this, I heard the voice of the Lord so strong. He said, tell her to walk. And I said, levántate, camina. Stand up and walk. And the girl lifted. It wasn 't nobody touched her her sister just took stepped back, I stepped back, and I saw that girl launch like 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 jump from the chair and start running, and I said like this, brah brah I, f- I fell to the floor, the spirit was so powerful that I fell to the floor and I went brah, and I could hear I could hear everybody ah, you know how people when they see something crazy, crazy crazy, and then I ca- then finally I heard The voice of the big evangelist saying, Honey, you alright? right? You all right? (laughs) But I give glory to God because at that moment I realized that it's not the person, it's his spirit that does the miracle. I realize that. I realize that it's his spirit. It's not the person. It's not Jorge Haraki. It's not Gigi Avila. It's not my evangelist. It's not nobody, only his spirit. Oh, glory, Avio! Sorry, Pastor. <laughs> glory to God. Glory to God. And when I came out of that revival, I felt like I was walking on, on in heaven. I was so full of God. I, I I, nothing could have stopped me. Nothing. The rest of the revivals were fantastic. I was always there in the front with him now. I wasn't criticizing him. I wasn't saying, what is he doing? He's crazy. No, you can do it. Yes, you can do it. Let's go. Come on. Come on. Oh, my God. But never again. I'm talking about this was many years ago. Never again did that. Don't come. Don't say, Carmen said, that you can bring somebody in a wheelchair and she's going to pray and they're going to walk. I didn't say that. Does anyone think that I said that? No. no. Because that's the way it happens. Sometimes the anointing comes it's for a moment. It's for a season. It's for something. It's, for, it's to, to, to teach you something or someone around you something. But never again that happened to me. But other things have happened to me, and that's for something else. After that, I was powerful. I was crazy. I was, I was anointed. I, anywhere. They put, I started preaching. I started going crazy because the Lord gave me that confidence. I'm with you, and I'm the one that's going to use you. That's what some of us need here some of us need that anointing that power because we have a lot of talent in this church we have it we have it but sometimes we say oh I can't like me oh no he's the evangelist I can do that (laughs) believe me I learned a lesson the girl at this moment as of last year that I spoke to the pastor of that church she is a pastor in a church walking and going and doing (laughs) and uh, glory to God but let's Stand. Let's stand. Let's look at our find our Bible to so Psalm 118 13. Oh my God. 118 13. I haven't even started. That was just the appetizer. And I feel like I'm gonna die right now. Delma, didn't you tell me they'll put up this air or put something if I get high? Delma, you said that. Okay. You got it when you say it, when you have it, say amen. So I know everyone has Psalms one eighteen thirteen. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You pushed me. This is the American, the New American Standard Version. You pushed me violently so I can fall, but the Lord helped me. Say that with me. You pushed me. You can look it up here if you don't have the same verse. You pushed me. Oh, no, they put the wrong one. Okay, you pushed me violently that I might fall, but the Lord helped me. Amen, amen. Let's let's pray. Almighty Lord, almighty Father. I come before you thanking you for this opportunity, not only to be able to preach your mighty word, but to to be able to preach this message in Spanish, I mean in English. God, (laughs) I pray that you use me for your glory and that the same way you spoke to me, you speak to those that are here and those that are listening. Holy Spirit, take control of my emotion and pass a live call through my tongue so that I can only speak your words, not mine. And I will be giving you all the glory and all the honor. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Oh, boy, this is good. This is good. Amen. Amen. Gloria a Dios. We're living, we're living lives that even though I was 100%, you know how sometimes you're 90, you're 50, you're 20. How many of us, how many of us have gone through that? Be real. Come on. Don't lie to me. You're in church. Hello. All right? Some of us are 90, 100. I was, at that time, at 100 At 100. But, 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 I seem to forget that we have an enemy that doesn't like to see us at 100. Am I right or wrong? Right? That enemy is like, it says in Ephesians 6.12, I gave him the the thing so that he could put it up. Ephesians 6.12, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this age. Amen? We have an enemy. And last week, Marcella was talking, I was saying, Marcela, I'm going to like slide into Marcela's message. Because Marcella was preaching last week, and she was saying that we have to be dressed in what? The armor of God? To do what? To combat the enemy. So this message I had three months ago, because I preached it here in Spanish one Friday. Some of you were here. And the pastor said, you see that message that you preached? You you dominate that message very well. So you're going to put it in English, and three months ago, I gave it to him in English, and he approved it, and three months later, here I am. And, I, and, 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 and during that time, when I was at 100, the enemy pushed me, but pushed me violently. And some of you might say, oh, I get pushed sometimes. No, 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 no. The enemy does not push a little bit, no. The enemy pushes violently, and I was pushed violently. Because 2012 was the year that the devil said, wait a minute, you at 100 here, I'm going to knock you out. And at 2012, I had to bury that evangelist. 34 years, my husband, my first boyfriend, 16. When I was 16, I met him. Oh, my God. I met him. And we became and we got together. And 13 years, he was in a sickness. That's another story. But in 2012, I had to bury him. I was in front of a coffin 2012 when the enemy pushed me violently. Pushed me in a way that I had no control of my emotions or my feelings. Also in 2012, when the class, this happened April. In June, the last day of classes. And June, the principal comes up to me and says to me, you know what? You have no job. 2012. I just buried my husband in April, June I have no job. In August of 2012, my son is in a motorcycle accident, dirt bike motorcycle accident, where a police car hit his, his bike and his friend died. He, he was charged with three felonies and, and one attempted murder, was arrested. 2012, April, June, August. The same week my daughter, or maybe like a couple of weeks later, my daughter gets in an autom- automobile accident, and her car was totaled. August, ding, 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 ding. And then 2012, October, my church says to me, you made a decision, and you out of here. The church where they saw the glory of God through me, where God used me in that church, where I was at 100, and they threw me out. We're not accepting what you decided here. We're not you could come here, but without that decision. All right. Oh, my God. Tell me if the, if, the, if the enemy did not push me violently. Tell me. Tell me if I wasn't sacudida. How do you say sacudida? Like, 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 shaken, but shaken so abruptly that I thought I was going to die. 2012, in less than four months. The Bible also has men and women that were shaken in the Bible. We see in Job, that famous story that everybody sees, right? The, he, he was what? A righteous and perfect man in front of God. The enemy came and said, well, let me touch him. Let me see. That's what, God, that's what the enemy did to me. She's at 100. Let me see where she's going. Let me see how much she loves you. Let me see who she is. When I push her, said the enemy, right? We also see in Daniel, a man that prayed three times a day, and the king ordered him to be thrown in the lion's den. You remember that story? He was, he was pushed. We also see in Second of Kings 4, 1 and 7, a woman who was married to a prophet and the creditors came to take her children. Your, your husband owes money. You don't have the money, so we need to take both of your children. Those of you that have children, I don't know, but I don't want to let my children go anywhere with no creditors. Oh, my God, this is going good. I'm speaking only English. This is great. <laughs> in Luke forty three forty eight, a woman who has subject to bleeding for many years. You remember that story. Wasn't she violently pushed? For many years, she was violently pushed. Also, when Daniel, the king commanded that an almighty army bind three young Mesek. You know the, that story, right? And throw them where, in the fiery furnace, right, fiery furnace. You pushed me violently, but this is where it gets good. <laughs> How many have been pushed here? How many? How many? Oh my Lord, oh my Lord, oh my Lord, oh my Lord. Those of you that have been pushed violently, stand up. Those of you that have been pushed violently, you stand up. <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to stand up too. Let me stand up. Let me stand up. When he, you may be seated. You push me violently. Those that stood up, I want to tell you that this. God says, be still <laughs> and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. Oh my God. All you have to do is say that. Quedar quieto. Chaos. Chaos. It says it. Be still and know that I am your God. When you're being pushed, sometimes you forget this. That's why the Lord permits me to stand here and tell you. Some of you are being pushed right now, right now, right now. You're being pushed, you're being shaken. Where your insides hurt, where your head hurts, where your toes hurt, where your body hurt, where your fingers hurt, where your bones hurt, where your bo- everything hurts you. I know that feeling. But God says, I am the Shaddai, the God Almighty. I am Elyon, my high, most high God. The Alam, everlasting God. The Ghana, jealous God. I am the high, the living God. Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah our provider, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah our healer, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah my banner and my shield, Jehovah Shalom, Jehovah my peace, Jehovah Triconu, Jehovah our justice. And Jehovah says to you this afternoon, when you pass through the waters, I will be there with you. And it's Isaiah 43, 2 and 3. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. For I am your Lord. I am your God. Oh, my God. Some of you didn't hear that. I am your God, your Lord, your power, your vision, your, your victory is the Lord. Only God can do this. How can God take me out of that struggle that I have in 2012? Only God could do it. We were singing, nothing is impossible. Ah, nothing. I know, I know Tony's saying, definitely she's not going to sing up there with me. <laughs> Stay preaching, Carmen, right, Tony? <laughs> Didn't we, when were we singing that? But when we see that that God pushes you violently, but, 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 that's why God took away Job. He took away that affliction, and what did He do to Job? Did He leave him there, pushed in the floor, with everything taken away from him? No. What did He do? He gave him everything back, doubled. Doesn't it say that? If you don't, if you don't believe me, look it up. He doubled what he lost. Also, for the lions den, when he threw, when they threw him, Daniel. What did he do? He. I always look at this as, as, as seeing what happens in that lions den. He took one lion and he ordered the lion to be Daniel's pillow. Be be his pillow. Lay down. This is God working. This is when you've been pushed what God does. He told another lion, you're going to be his quilt or his sheet. He told two other lions, lay down and you're going to serve as his mattress. Then he told another lion, walk fast. Three lions, walk fast, walk fast. So that the mosquitoes could not bother Daniel while he's in here. And then he ordered another lion that with the tail would give air to Daniel so he won't suffocate. You probably say Carmen is crazy. What is she talking about? I believe that that's what happened. Because the Bible says, be still that I am your Lord. So he told Daniel in that cave, be still that I am your Lord. And that's why I am going to do what I am going to do. And then to top it all off, when they go to see, oh my God, he's already dead. No, he's not dead. <laughs> What are they, The man is still alive? The man is still alive? Your God has freed you from the lion's mouth. The God. That's what they say. That's what the king says. After he had him ordered, he had to say, your God freed you. You see what I'm saying? Sometimes, this shows me that sometimes you have to go through things so that others could see who God is. So that others could see the God that we serve. Elijah. Through Elijah, God asked the woman, Convey to me what you have in your house. She was being pushed. What did I say? That the men came to get her kids for, as the creditors, right? The creditors came, give me your kids. But then God sent someone. God sends people, guys. God sends people. He sent them. He knocked on a door. She started complaining, Oh, the creditors are coming. God said to Elijah, Tell her what she has in her house. Ask her. She says, Oh, I only have a basiha vessel. Of oil. A little bit of oil. Sometimes we think that we only have a little bit of something. But God could do wonders and miracles and great things with that little bit. And then he says, sir, okay. With that little bit, you're going to go and tell you and your sons, go find vessels from your neighbors. Not a little bit. Bring a lot. Bring a lot back home. And when she brings it back home, what happens? He says, you and your kids, close yourselves by yourself. Sometimes, guys. God wants you to do things by yourself. Don't call the brother. Don't call the sister. Don't call the anointed. Don't call the pastor. Do it by yourself so that you can see the glory of God, not through someone else, but working through you. Oh, glory, I Sorry. <laughs> and when they all came in and they locked themselves, she was, uh, she was instructed by Elijah to pour in all of the has all of the vessels that she got, that she borrowed, and what happened? She was able to fill them all and had left over to pay the creditors, and God gave her the victory. You see what I'm saying? When you're obedient with God, when you know that it's God that's talking to you, and you do what God tells you, he's going to take you out of that. Be still that I am your God. Also, the woman that touched the mantle. This, This story is so famous. This was my best. I don't know about you, but this was the first story that I ever knew when I converted. With the lady that with the with the um, bleeding right, huh? Issue of blood, el flujo de sangre, issue of blood, right? And what happens? She starts hearing that God is going, that God is doing. And wasn't she pushed for so many years? She was outcasted. People didn't want to be with her. She was immune. She didn't. She, nobody could even look at her. So what does she do? She says, "If I only touch the hem of His garment, the only the hem, I'm gonna make it." And that's what God wants to tell you this afternoon. If you only touch those of you that stood up, only touches him. You don't have to touch him all. Touches him because he's passing. He's here. Some of us come to church, I don't know what, to see Tony, to see the ladies t- sing. I don't know. I don't know. What do you come to church for? You come with problems and you leave with the same problems. You come crying and you go uh, screaming. You get home and you say, why did I go to church? No, here is where you're supposed to find the protection where God says, be still, that I am your God. Here is where you touch the garment. Here is where only the border. The border means the hem. And what did she do? She ran and she did and she, and she made it and she touched him. And let me tell you, that story sticks to me so well because I know that he's around. The story tells me, the, 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 the verses tell me that he was around, uh, uh, cora- I mean, surrounded around so many people. Am I right? And when she touched him, what does he say? Huh? huh. Who touched me? Somebody touched me. And what does the, the, the disciples say? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There's so many people around you, God. Jesus Christ. Why why would you say somebody? Somebody touched me. I know somebody touched me. There's so many people touching you. No. Someone touched me because virtue. I don't know how to say that. Virtue. Virtue came came out of me. In other words, a power came out of him. And that power was picked up by that woman. And that power um, cured her, healed her that she was able to say, I have been healed. Oh, my God. You didn't hear that? That Only she touched the board, the hem, the hem. You don't need to have seminar. You don't have to have instituto. You don't have to have college. You don't have to have this. You don't have to be minister this, Um, um, a deacon that, that, all these titles. You just have to touch the board, the hem of his garment. That's all. That's all you have to do. That is all. Isn't it simple? Isn't it simple? But some of you feel, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. Um, Nate, don't worry about it. I'll be, Oh, you going to put a fan? Oh. <laughs> you know what this is? This is the Holy Spirit because it's double trouble here. This is double trouble. It's like I'm talking, I'm, I'm thinking Spanish and preaching English. You don't know how hard this is, but I know that I will have the victory because God says, be still, that I am your God. Yeah. Then we see. That God covers the angel, co- sends an angel to cover the fire of the oven, so that those those three youths didn't even smell of smoke. Their hair, their clothes, nothing. They were pushed inside that furnace, but God covered them with His angel. You see what I'm saying? Sometimes you never know if you should have been in an accident, God forbid, if you should have been this. You should, but God sends these angels to protect us. Um, the other day. Um, um, Jonas said that, that he was in a, in a, in an accident, right? And then he testified on Wednesday here that God covered them. Yes. And that happens. And they were here glorifying. That was the same day they were here. So that's what I'm saying that God also, we see, we see that God is so good that when I buried my husband, the evangelist. Then I buried him. I was was, the same way you see me right here, the same exact way. I didn't cry. My kids are there. I'm not lying to you. My kids are there. We didn't cry. We didn't go, oh, my God. ah!" You know why? Because he was 13 years with a sickness, liver transplant, liver failure, kidney failure, liver transplant, kidney transplant. He had a diabetic, high blood pressure, 13 years back and forth to the hospital, back and forth, after all of that that I was in, in cloud nine. Then when the enemy shook me, right? That's what way you say it. Violently shook me that this happened. I said to God, God, what is going on? I'm a missionary. I know your word. I preach your word. I go everywhere. I, I'm, I'm obedient to you. What is going on? What is happening? We cannot judge or cannot question what God does. It is not, our, it's not our, our place to do this. We have to accept what God has for our lives. We cannot question it. And many people that knew me for many years would say, oh, Carmen is going to die now without this man that she's so close to him that she was raised practically for him. He was eight years older than me. I was only 16. We got married when I was 20. We had our children. We had our ministry. We had everything it was incorporated. We went everywhere with our signs. We had everything. It was fabulous. And all of a sudden, he was taken from me. The the, the loneliness in my heart. Those of you who ever felt lonely know what I'm talking about. But the loneliness was so tremendous because we were like white on rice. Like, you know, when you're everywhere, you're together, everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. And when he, I had to bury him, I said to myself, What am I going to do now? People started saying, Oh, now you could be a widow. And you could be a ministry and you could um, preach about being a widow and preach to all these widows. Well, unfortunately, those that thought that I was going to stay a widow huh, huh, did not read the Bible, did not read his word, did not know that my husband that I buried was anointed and knew and told me and my children, You're married, your mother will remarry before he died. He died on a Thursday. I mean on a Friday he sat on Good Friday 2012 and on a Thursday he called them and he told them your father will re your mother will remarry because your mother cannot be by herself. Your mother needs somebody there with her. <laughs> and I kept on saying no I'm not going to marry nobody. Ah, I'm going to be by myself. I'm going to be who's going to marry me? I'm so controlling. I can't believe that I'm going to get somebody to marry. Because I still was under the neglect that God says be still <laughs> that I am your God. And I remember that as the, as the days went by and the loneliness kept on creeping in, and my kids were like, you know, okay, what are we going to do with mommy? We can't leave mommy by herself. You see what I'm saying? Because my kids lived with me, and they, oh my God, my hair's a mess, right? Oh my Lord, have mercy. <laughs> <laughs> I, God, forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be real here, guys. You got to be real. That's me. That's the way I am. <laughs> I wish Tito was here because he would have he said, You okay, you okay, mommy, you okay? <laughs> I miss him. Anyway, so so what happens as the days go by and I hear my kids in their room saying, You know, mommy can't be here by herself on the weekend. So you go out one weekend and I'll go out another weekend. Do you think I wanted that for my children? These these grown kids, because one of them was 20, right? No, other was 26, right? No, other was 23. Huh? Okay. It, it. They they, they say, mommy, we were old. Just go ahead. (laughs) Because sometimes God doesn't let you remind yourselves of these lonely moments. You see what I'm saying? And they were old enough to go out, you know, and then also their father was very strict. He never, because we were in that church where, oh, my God, you, ha- you couldn't wear pants, you couldn't wear earrings, you couldn't cut your hair, you couldn't wear makeup, you couldn't wear nothing, chains, nothing, nothing. So my daughter got, we were talking about that last night when we were eating, uh, having dinner. She got her first jeans when she was like, what, 19? Her first jeans. I never even wore pair of jeans. To this day, I, I don't wear. But I have another issue. And my son... <laughs> and my son was never allowed to go out. He was only allowed to have curfew come back at this time at 10 o'clock. When all the parties were going, my son had to come back home. Because the father was very strict. So this was what happened. They started saying, wow, daddy's not here. We're not going to do anything bad, but we want to go out. We ne- they weren't allowed to go to the movies. That was a sin. Imagine. So I raised these kids like this. So when they saw that their father wasn't there, they said, oh, my God, we could go out. We can do something. We just got to tell mommy where we at. We just got to make sure mommy knows where we are, what we doing, right? Let's live like now Christians, but something different. And all of a sudden, that day, I heard, oh, I forgot. So I saw Edgar right now, my, son, my, my, my son-in-law. Sorry, Edgar, I forgot. I didn't see you. All of a sudden, I heard them talking and saying, mommy's by herself. We can't do that. So I said to myself, I'm not going to allow that to my, my children. Why should I have my children miss their, 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 their livelihood, their youth, their going out, having fun? You understand? So I said, God, <laughs> I'm going to go by what he said to me. I am going to remarry. And mind you, I did not go knocking on people's door. You want to marry me? You want to marry me? <laughs> you want to marry me? <laughs> no, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. I said this to God. I said, the man that you're going to bring to me must love you, first of all, want you first of all praise you first of all know your word and know that I am a Christian woman and I am not going back to the world for nobody you understand and that man has to know that I will never ever stop going to the cemetery to see you every Sunday in the morning or every Friday to fix your little thing and people think I'm crazy but pray if you think I'm crazy but I still do it he's been gone for four years and we still do it and Tito goes with me And I will never let a man tell me, those are not your kids, and you don't see your kids, and you stay home, and and your kids have their own life. No, those are my kids. You see? And I remember when Tito, I know Tito 25 years, guys. His mother was a columna. You know what a columna is? A a pillar in my church. She's 82 years old. She's um, Belinda's grandmother, right? Because Belinda. And, 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 and she was the one that when I came in 27 years ago at the door, she said to me, you will be a teacher and a, mini- and a, mini- and a missionary in Spanish, she said to me. And I said, yeah, right. I'm not going to do that. That's another story. <laughs> I have many stories, guys. I've lived a long time in this, in this, in this walk. And then, so I knew him many. But we used to see each other on Christmas. When he used to come to church, when we used to be at church. Oh, hi, Tito. How are you? How's the family? How's the kids? Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. But one day, I'm going fast now. He decides he saw me at a funeral of one of um, Belinda's um uncle that died. So we, I was there with my kids. We were there, and he saw me from far, and he said that he said, "Wait a minute." <laughs> <laughs> Carmen does not look the same. I already had cut my hair. I already had done a couple of little alterations. I already lost a lot of weight. I was ar- so he said, wait a minute, I need to talk to Carmen. But everywhere that he went to say, can you, say, can you give me Carmen's number? Because he didn't dare go to his mother because his mother would have said, you crazy. So then he went to his sister, Maggie, that's um, Belinda's niece, Belinda's aunt. And Maggie said, you are crazy. I am not going to tell that to Carmen. She's not, who, you, you crazy. This is a woman of God. This is a woman that preaches the word. This is a, word, a ministry. This is a, you, Tito, please, calm down. But after two or three weeks, and I'm going fast, she decides to call me. And I said to her, okay, tell him to call me. What's the big deal? Maybe he's having problems with a girl or something or his wife. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. So he called me. And let me tell you, the first moment that I spoke to this man, something inside of me said, oh, my God. I could not believe it. I'm not going to tell you that I fell in love. Oh, my God, I'm in love. Oh, my God. Ah! But I felt something inside of me that was calm. I was so tranquil. Every time he spoke, so we kept on talking, talking, talking. Finally, he spoke to my kids. Finally, he was allowed in. My daughter still doesn't like him too much, but we're getting there. (laughs) We're getting there. (laughs) 99% of the time she says she doesn't like him. Only 1% she likes. But it's okay. Okay. Because I, I understand and I understand her emotions. But let me explain something to you. After everything happened, I said to myself, God, you are good because you said be still. And what do we do? I didn't force them to come to church. I didn't do this. But what happened when God told me, and, and remember in the beginning that I said God pushed me violently when in my church they said no? It was because of that decision. You see? You see how, how this works? I went to the pastor because I was a leader in the church, in the council, I was one of those people that you sit in the front. You know how this church sits people in the front? I was one of those people. I was one of those people that when I came in, everybody was like, oh, Carmencia, 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 Carmencia. Uh, uh, we need a preacher. Carmencia, don't worry. Carmencia. You see what I'm saying? That kind of person. So when I went to my pastor, the leader, the president of the council, and I said, listen, I just want to tell you that I am, this is a year and, a, and two months later. I'm not talking about I did it the next day. Um, I'm seeing somebody and i um, um, we're going to continue seeing each other, and I want him to come to church with me and blah, blah, blah. Who is it? When I tell them the name, they say, oh, absolutely not. Because they know him. Remember, his mother was a pillar, and they know his background because people label people, and the label stays there forever. So immediately I said to myself, God, I have to go on my knees because now I have my, my, my church, the people that I trust, the people that I love, that I grew up with, that's, that's where I'm at. And then my feelings, my emotions, I don't want to make a mistake, God. I don't want to make a mistake. I don't want somebody to say, you see what I told you? Look, 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 look. So I said to Tito, listen to me. You will be going to my church, and I will be going to your church. Because his church was at 11 over there in Jacob, and mine started at 1. So it worked out nice. We went there, bloop, I went there. But while we were there, there was a lot of preaching from here, from here, hitting to... Oh, men, they come to the church to pick up the women. You, you, you know when that happens, right? When people know things and then they say God said. Yeah. So one day God said to me in my ear, get up and go to his church. And I was, I said, no, no, I can't do that. I can't do that. I started praying. I took three months praying. I was saying to you, it's okay, it's okay. Don't worry, we'll figure this out. And I came to speak to um, Pastor Victor. And when I spoke to Pastor Victor, he opened his, his arms to me. Oh, my God, my God, my God, my God. We have an awesome pastor. He did not question me. He didn't question Tito. And I'm sure he probably knew about Tito, I'm sure, because Tito was coming to this church. He was was there with you guys before I even went there. So Tito was coming and going, coming and going, coming and going. But then I said to Tito, okay, they accept me, but you know what you have to do? You have to get divorced because you're a married man. He wasn't living with her for 13 years, but you are officially married. Oh, we can't do that. I don't know how to do that. Don't worry, I know how to do it. The Bible says when you want something, grab it that is yours. (laughs) Oh, but people are telling me, people are telling me that it takes like eight, nine months, da, 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 da. Don't worry, we're going to do it. Whatever it takes, we're going to do it. It took three months, guys. Three months. Remember, when you know people and you have money, you could do it. God provided. Let's do it. And to, and, to, and to end this right now, this part of this story, I went to his first wife when he went first and said, You need to sign this. I'm not signing anything. You're not, you're not marrying that woman. I said, Don't worry, babe. Come on. Give me the papers. Give me the papers. And I went knocked on the girl's door. Mira, mommy, come here. Come here. <laughs> Let me explain something to you. You haven't been with this man 13 years. What's the, what's the show? Just sign the papers. He's not going to be yours. He wasn't yours for 13 years. Why? He's going to be with yours now. He's in church. He's doing good. He's all right. He's going to be okay. Just sign. Okay, okay, watch. You watch, she said to me. You watch. I said, all right, she's still waiting for me to watch. God is good. God is good. God is good. And everything else is history because you see Tito, he baptized. I didn't tell him to baptize. He did it himself. I was saying, God, you know, I need a man that wants to be, to be involved, to be. Quietly. quietly. Pray quietly. Pray quietly. God, he needs to be active. I want him to be active. I threw Julio. Go ahead. Hold oh, me that Julio, 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 Julio. Because Julio. he liked Julio in the beginning. So Julio was my opening door. There you go. Why? Why don't you have Julio? Talk to Julio every morning. Come on. Dennis. Dennis will pray with you every morning. You know, I started putting people in his way. It says, a mujer sabia. Tell me that one. A wise wife does what? Edifica su casa. <laughs> but a an ignorant one, what does she do? She breaks it down, but I'm not an a, a ignorant one. I am a wise one. And God is good. God is good. And when my son, when the, when, I'm not going to go to that story because I said that here before. My son was charged with three felonies and one more to charge because he went, you know how these kids are, you raise them in, in church and they think that mommy's not around, I'm going to do whatever I feel like it. He was already a man. Remember, he didn't have this, this, this freedom. So when he saw that I went on a crusade, I went to um, Violin um, La Villa, which is four hours from my house. And I was the president of the, of the ladies, and we had two busloads of 55 women each. And, and I was the, the one in charge, and we left at 4 in the morning, and my son, I guess he had it planned with his friend, waiting until mommy leaves, and then we could go dirt bike riding. To make a long story short, he got stopped by the cop, the cop stopped right next to him. He said he was standing there. He was standing there next to the, to the bike, and the cop got mad, I guess, because he was standing there, and he hit the, co- the, the bike. He just tapped it, and the bike fell. So my son got nervous because, you know, when kids are not from the world, they don't act like the world. You see what I'm saying? Another kid from the street would have said, yo, why you doing that ah, to the cop. But my son got scared, and he ran because he was like, What am I doing? What am I going to do? He knows he's doing something wrong because he shouldn't be on that bike. He doesn't have a license. He doesn't have, right? All of a sudden, my son starts running, and his friend picks him up. His friend was on the other dirt bike and calls him, and they get, he jumps on that bike, and they start driving away. So the the cop got mad. He was upset. He did a U-turn and sped behind them. And what did he do? He bumped into him. He crashed the bike. And what happened to my son? My son says, that what he felt, and my son is there, I'm, not, I'm telling you what I'm telling you. My son says that he felt someone lifting him up from his back before that cop car hit him. And my, my son flew from the bike. But the, bike hit the, I mean, the car hit the bike, and the guy that was on it crashed the bike and hit his head on a pole, a street pole, and died instantly. Remember that I'm telling you that God pushed me violently. I buried my husband. I lose my job. Which, I'll tell you, I didn't lose it. I was just replaced to another and better job. Amen. And then this happens to my son. And then when somebody, he's in the floor screaming, Oh my God, you killed my, my brother. You killed my brother. He's screaming to the cop. Because my, my son was able to get to, 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 his, to his friend. And then people, you know how people are, right? Everybody goes around, accident, ambulances. And he calls out. Somebody says, Oh, how can I help you? What can I do? Who can I call? And he calls out my number to a lady that was in the street. So the lady calls my number and I'm going, and I'm on the bus. We're oh glory a Dior, you know, going to this, you know, this trip, another church, everybody's happy, right? Ding ding ding. Unknown no. Who is this? Hello? Oh, Miss, Miss, listen, your son, he's dead. Your son, he's dead. Oh my god, my god, my God. So I'm saying, hello, hello, hello. And I said, we were, we had just got in front of the church where we were going four hours. We had just gotten there. So everybody's getting off the bus, but I'm still inside the bus. So I'm, excuse me, excuse me, I'm getting off the bus. Hello, hello. Your son is dead. My son. Yes, yes, your son is dead. And I hear ambulances. You know, when you hear the sirens and you hear the police, you hear the commotion, and my heart is going, tum, 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 all of a sudden, I said, I gotta get out of here. I gotta get out of here. So the people from that church, from the people that got off the bus with me that knew that four months before I had just buried my husband. And someone is telling me that my son is there because I gave the phone to somebody so they could hear. So the girl is saying, the sister, that, that was uh, 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 okay, okay, all right, all right. She knows what they're saying. And she says, Carmen, but you know that you're the leader? That you're supposed to have God on your side? God is going to prevail? Hey. Oh, no, 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 no. Either you find me a car or I steal a car right now. You find me a car or I will steal one or I will take this man right back, this bus. And everybody gets back on and we go back to the Bronx. They knew I was determined. I was, my son, my, no. And to get everything fast, a couple from that church, from four hours away, a couple, I guess felt my pain. God touched them, said, don't worry, sister, we're going to drive you back. Four hours, I was crying, crying, crying. And My son, my son, my son. To make a little story short, when I get to the scenario, wherever it is, where everything was, they said, you need to go to the hospital to identify the body. Are you the mother? Yes. Nobody's telling me that there's two boys. They're just saying, you understand? Because what happened was that because Adal was saying, my son was saying, my brother, my brother, the lady thought that that was my son too. So then, they didn't tell me one is in jail and one is dead. They didn't tell me that. They would just come co- saying, because I was saying, my son, my son, he was in this act. Oh, you have to go to the hospital. We went to Jacoby, me and my daughter. When they put me in a room, I'm going fast. I show my chaplain, because I'm also a chaplain. I show my badge. Um, um, you need to stand behind this wall. And my heart, my heart, my heart, my heart. And I say, Holy Spirit, if this is my son behind this w- window, I can't, I can't. It was like, it was going to be too much for me. And all I could think about was my daughter. Her father's gone. Her brother's now going to be gone. I'm going to be gone because I'm going to have a heart attack. My heart, and all of a sudden, when they opened the curtains, it was not my son. It was his friend. And I started crying, but crying, hysterical crying. Crying because I was happy that it wasn't my son, and then crying because it was that boy that we knew that lived next door. That was my son's friend. So I had all these emotions. So then automatically I said, where's my son? And they said, oh, that's not your son? Oh, well, I guess he's the criminal that's in, he's being arrested. All right, take me to where he's at. So when I get there, fast, 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 he's already been booked, he's already been whatever, he has three felonies in his pocket, you know, that's what the people say, you know, he's already sitting on felonies, and one attempted murder. My son, you crazy? To make a long story short, a a lawyer was coming out. I said to my daughter, ask that man if he's a lawyer. Ask that man. So we already had gone to the 161st. It was at 1 o'clock in the morning. It was night court. And and the lawyer came out. And I'm saying, my my daughter said, yeah, he's a lawyer, mommy. He's a lawyer. And I I get that man, and I was holding him. I said, listen, 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 listen. You got to get my son out. And I was going crazy, crazy. So he said, "Calm, calm your mother down, he told my daughter. You remember that, Tatiana? Calm her down. And you tell me let your mother calm down. Tell me what happened so my daughter said, all right, get tell your mother give me $3000. Right now $3000. All right, let's go. We go running. We, remember you you only could take out these ATM things It's only 1000 or sometimes 2000 or So I say can I grab all of this and take out whatever you can everywhere. And to make a long story short, my son came out. He came out. But he came out what? Uh, with bail, right? We had to pay bail. And he had his leg that looked like an elephant. He had broken his leg and he had been there three days in jail. Three days. He came out like an old man. And when I saw my, my son with this, with these handcuffs, I thought I was going to die. imagine my husband's not there. His father's not there. It's only me and my daughter. Cause at that time, Tilo was not in the picture. You see, I was there by myself. Ag- this was agony. And then what happened was then he, he got a cast. We had to take him to the hospital, a cast from here to here. Then three th- Then they said to me, you need to tell your son to get out of the Bronx because they're coming for him. The police is coming for him. Because mind you, not, I, they thought, you know, they knew I was going to sue, you know, whatever, whatever. They're coming for him, and the police is going to get him. I was stopped two times. I didn't do anything. The cops stopped me. Where's your son? Where's your son? My son. Because they knew the car. They'd follow you. They know where you. So I had to tell my son to go somewhere, so he went somewhere. Right for two or three months, he was someplace else. Me and my daughter were by myself. One morning, I said, "Okay, is? I'm going fast. This happened in a long time." I I, I laid down on my bed. I said, "Okay, that." I went to work. She worked at Jacoby. She was fine. How that is away? He's fine. Alberto's resting with the Lord. Oh my God! One day of sleep. One day of. <laughs> Ding. The enemy shook me violently one more time. Miss miss your daughter. She's been in an accident. Oh my God. So I run. That one was easy. I run. I go. I was like, Oh my God, what am I going to do now? I'm trying to hurry up because I see the time. And then all of a sudden I see that my daughter, when I get to the place she's with, you know, they put that thing on her neck. She's like this. She has all this, but bad. She was unconscious. I was going crazy. This is all 2012 in the interval of four months. Tell me if the Lord was there for me when the devil shook me violently. So, my daughter was fine. They said her liver, her kidney. Then I started thinking, oh my God, she's going to need a liver failure. She's going to have this like a father. Da, 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 da. To make a long story short, she only had the same leg that my son broke. She broke. God is good. So, I had two kids, broken legs from here to here. But it's all right. It's all right because God said, Stand still that I am your God. Stand still that I am your God, God says. God says, God is sick of us being the tail and not the head. God is sick of us saying, ay, bendito, ay, yo soy una cristiana de bendito. I am a Christian that's always bendito. You know what bendito is, right? Like, oh, how do you say it in English? With pity, 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 that pity, pity drama. Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. No, God wants you to say, even though the enemy pushes me, I will stand because God will lift me up. Even though I am being pushed, even though I am being dragged, even though I know that everything is on the floor, I will be lifted. It says, what did I read? I can do all things in Christ that strengthens me. That's what the Lord says. And who can tell you that better than moi? Who can tell you that better than me? Me and my house. I I will serve the Lord with my house. You understand what I'm saying? My son doesn't serve the Lord. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. My son has been marked. Marked. He's not going anywhere. You could rock. You could do. You could do whatever you want. But there will come a day before these eyes close. And I will go with his presence. That I will see my son preaching the word of God. I am convinced of that. I am convinced of that. That I will see him preaching the word of God. Because he went on those missionary trips with me. And my husband. He went with me. He knows what it is to, 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 to rebuke the enemies, to rebuke the, the demons, to praise the Lord. He knows how to do it. And my daughter there and my other daughter there, um, knowing who God is. You see what I'm saying? But sometimes God has to bring you little by little, little by little. But in those tears, don't, don't, don't put them away because God is telling you right now, I am there. I am there. Those tears are not because you want, oh, my God, Carmen. No, God is telling you, Berenice, I am there. I am there. You don't need to cry, mommy. You don't need to cry because God is saying, whatever is happening to you, look what I did with her, I can do with you. God is good. God is good. God is good, and he is real. I serve a real God. I don't know about you, but I serve a real God. I serve a God that says, it doesn't matter who pushes you, I am there to lift you. I am there. Remember that verse that says, I've been pushed violently. You pushed me violently. But, 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 the Lord helped me. God bless you. Please raise